Parenting is often lived in the extremes. It's either great joy or chaotic overwhelm. In one moment, you're nailing it, and the next, you're losing your cool. I want to help you find your way to the messy middle, to a place of balance. You see, balance is a verb, not a state of being. It is a thing you do, not a thing you are. It is an action, a process, a series of micro-corrections that you make each and every day to keep yourself feeling centered. We are never truly balanced. We are engaged in the process of balancing. Hello, I'm Dr. Laura Froyan, and this is the Balanced Parent Podcast, where overwhelmed, stressed out, and disconnected parents go to find tools, mindset shifts, and practices to help them stop yelling at the people they love and start connecting on a deeper level, all delivered with heaping doses of grace and compassion. Join me in conversations that will help you get clear on your goals and values and start showing up in your parenting, your relationships, your life with open-hearted authenticity and balance. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Balanced Parent Podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Froyan, and I'm so glad to have you back with me. In this episode, we are going to be exploring the power of acceptance and the way you can use acceptance as a tool in your parenting and in your relationships. In this episode, I share some pretty vulnerable moments from my own parenting journey and my journey with chronic pain. Uh, And I'm really looking forward to sharing this piece of myself with you. And I think that this message, this message of acceptance is one that parents and families really need right now. We are, um, at the time of this recording, we are entering our eighth week of kind of sheltering in place as a family. And I know I'm not alone in, um, feeling a little bit out of control, um, and a little bit like things will never be the same again. And acceptance really is the primary tool that I've been using other than self-compassion meditations to kind of get through this really hard time. And so I dug this, uh, this Facebook live kind of out of my video archive and grab the audio and I'm putting it onto the podcast because I think you guys really need to hear this message of acceptance and how radically and powerfully it can change uh, things for you, change the way you look at a situation, change the way you feel in a situation and change the way that you respond to a situation, even a situation that is as stressful as the one that we are all in as a worldwide community right now. So let's have a listen. Oh, and don't forget to stick around to the end of the podcast where I'm going to announce this week's winners of the podcast launch contest. You guys, I have been so just over the moon and tickled pink to read your comments and feedback um, and see all the shares. It really makes (laughs) this process of kind of sitting in front of a microphone, uh, not knowing who's going to hear it um, and how it's going to land. It makes it feel so much um, less lonely and more like the community that I'm used to sharing with you all. So thank you so much for leaving those ratings and reviews. And remember that this week we're still in the um, podcast launch 
phase. So you, there are still chances to uh, share and subscribe and rate and review, you know, actually use those, your thumbs, make those, um, you know, type out what you're thinking, what your thoughts are. Um, and once you have, send me a screenshot, let me know, tag me, uh, and I'll get you entered to win too. All right, so stay tuned um, to the end of the episode and you'll hear the winners. Okay, here we go. The power of acceptance. Okay, so um, I'm Dr. Laura Froyan. In case you didn't know, in case this is your first time, I have my PhD in human development and family studies um, with a specialization in couple and family therapy. I am a peaceful parenting uh, coach and respectful relationship coach. And um, I give parents tools and support uh, for setting boundaries so that their needs can be met and they can approach parenting and their relationships with a full cup. Um, I empower parents to let go of expectations and perfectionism and stop being weighed down by comparison and find freedom and joy so they can act with confidence, uh, follow their hearts without second guessing themselves and unabashedly enjoy their lives. I teach parents to tap into vulnerability, experience self-exploration, and set healthy boundaries for themselves so that they can show up in their lives and in their relationships with open-hearted authenticity and balance. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the power of acceptance and how it can help you reduce your own level of suffering, tune into your true emotions, and respond to a situation from a place that is true to your core beliefs and your highest values. So in, when I was um, creating this talk, I came across a quote that I've heard for, for a long time, and it's very famous by Carl Jung, um, or Jung, however you say his last name. I think it differs depending on where you are in the world. Um, but what you resist persists. And I feel very curious to know if anybody here has experienced uh, that process of resistance um, limiting us and um, keeping keeping something going by resisting it. One of the things though that I want to start with um, when it comes to acceptance is um, what acceptance is not. So acceptance um, does a few really powerful things for us, um, but there are a few things that it doesn't, it isn't, and we need to be clear about that. So acceptance isn't resignation. You don't, um, when we talk about accepting, we're not talking about settling. Um, we're not talking about condoning harmful behaviors or hurtful behaviors and saying that those things are okay. Um, so we're not labeling things um, that maybe are negative as okay. We are simply recognizing that this is what is happening right now. And you don't have to like something that's happening to you or happening in front of you in order to accept it. And you can even seek to change something even as you are in the process of accepting it. So I would love to hear from you right now if you have any, if there are any times or places in your life where you've been maybe unintentionally or intentionally practiced acceptance and how it went for you. Please feel free to jump in and leave comments, share your experiences. I always love hearing them. I'm going to get us started by sharing my experience um, with chronic pain. As many of you may know, I was in a car accident uh, when I was pregnant with my second daughter. And um, as a result, I was in pain for, um, you know, daily consistent pain for more than two years. And at first I spent a lot of time resisting my condition. I was really mad about it. I was bitter. I hated my pain. I hated the car accident. And I put a lot of energy and focus into this thing that I saw as being really, really negative in my life. 
Um, and try as I might, when I was in that, stuck in that place of really resisting it, I wasn't getting any better. Um, despite doing lots of the things that I needed to be doing, but also the resistance caused me to not do what I needed to do to get better. It, um, it almost led to this place of resignation because I was so focused on how bad it was. Um, you know, I was focusing on it so much and pain was such a constant presence in my life. And once I came to a place of acceptance, there really was this huge shift. I changed my self-talk. Um, I immediately stopped paying so much attention to my pain. And as a result, I stopped noticing it as much. Um, this made it easier to go back to the things that brought me joy. Um, I had a different attitude about my physical therapy that I needed to do. Um, I treated myself with more compassion and grace. And the pain was still there. It didn't go away. Um, but I wasn't being held hostage by it anymore. Um, I think that's, I, I know that that's an extreme statement, but if you've experienced const, you know, chronic pain or maybe chronic suffering of some kind, you probably have a, experienced that sense of being held hostage um, by it. And acceptance allowed me to escape it. Um, and when I started saying to myself, this is where I am right now. I wish it hadn't happened, but it did. And now it's time to keep moving forward. Things got a lot better for me. I don't know if that resonates with any of you, but if it does, let me know. Um, and so when I first started practicing this, um, the phrase, um, it is what it is, came up a lot. Um, and I really didn't like that phrase. As a therapist, it's, you know, and that's a core piece of my identity, it seemed really dismissive, that phrase did. Um, but as I got better and better at accepting, I realized, um, that when I'm accepting things, that doesn't mean I have to give anything up in order to accept it. Um, I didn't have to like my pain. Um, I didn't have to feel grateful for my accident. Um, eventually I did come, I have come to a place of gratitude um, because it's allowed me to, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. It's allowed me to shift things in my life. Um, and um, be more true to myself and live in a way that's more aligned with my deepest values. And that's a good thing. But it doesn't mean I would wish that pain on anyone else or that um, I, you know, I wish I could have learned that lesson in a different way. But I didn't. That le this is the lesson that life handed, to handed me. And, and you, you can see that I still feel sad about it. Um, and that's okay. That sadness tells me that there's still stuff to work through and it's just where I am right now. And it's okay. I don't have to resist that. I don't have to suck it up and push it down, you know? Okay. So, um, so we've talked a little bit about, um, what acceptance isn't. And now I want to talk a little bit about what it is and how we can put it into practice in our daily lives. So when you choose to view a situation through a lens of acceptance, you are enabled and empowered to see life as it truly is. Just the bare facts of it. Um, she is angry. There is water on the floor. My husband is, you know, having a tense voice when he talks to me. Um, I am tired. And essentially what it allows you to do is focus on observations as opposed to judgments. And this can be really helpful in the way that we interact with our environment and with the people in our lives, the people that we love. 
And um, so a, in each of these situations, focusing on those observations is a wonderful thing. It allows us to come from a place that's less um, emotionally tied to things and um, more um, aligned with who we are. So if we think about the difference between observations and judgments, I've talked about this before, but um, the example of, um, you know, there are clothes on the floor is an observation. We can see it. I could take a picture of it. Um, my husband is a messy slob, on the other hand, is a judgment. And there's some inherent resistance to that. There's an, a, a sense of wishing that my husband was different in that. And that in and of itself is resistance. And so when we are able to let go of that resistance and accept the fact that there are clothes on the floor, and now what are we going to do about the clothes on the floor? We're able to move forward and um, problem solve from a, a different place where we're not coming from a place of judgment. And when you um, start to do this, you will realize that you're not so emotionally tied to it. And this lets you respond in a way that isn't defensive and is more true to who you are um, and, and your highest self. Um, it also allows you to feel your feelings um, without being your feelings. So you can use your feelings as um, a touchstone, as a kind of as a guide. They can let you know what's going on, but you don't have to be them. You don't have to let them consume you, and you don't let, have to let them drive your actions. Um, the other piece of this is that acceptance allows you to notice, describe, and acknowledge. And we can use this with ourselves, with our children, with our partners, with our friends and relations that we love. Um, and it allows us to um, be, again, less reactive and less in it. It allows us to step back. Um, and it also allows us to let go of what should be happening and accept what is happening. So how many times have you said or wanted to say, maybe you were able to stop yourself, things like, you should be in bed right now. Or these toys should have been picked up before dinner. Or God, I should have stayed calm and you know, and talked calmly and quietly. You know, do those things, do we say those things to ourselves and to our family and to our partners? Yes, right? We get stuck in this place of should. And um, when we are stuck in there, when we're focusing on what should be happening, um, we are resisting what is happening. And we stop ourselves from being able to access the skills we need to generate compassion and empathetic responses and solutions that serve us. Being stuck in should is is a great way to continue suffering, okay? And so if we can get should out of our vocabulary, you know, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to how we view ourselves, how we treat and talk to ourselves, and how we treat and talk to our partners, it would be really helpful. Um, so by accepting what is happening in front of us, um, realizing that it's happening in front of us, not inside of us or to us, um, tuning into our emotions about it, um, we can listen to these emotions, return to our highest values, and generate a solution from those values rather than generating solutions from places where we are triggered and defensive and overwhelmed. So I wonder what would happen if we take these kind of phrases that I said before, if we shifted them and looked at these situations through a lens of acceptance. Um, your the language changes and so instead of saying you should have been in bed by now you can say oh you're not in bed let's get you there 
Um, or instead of saying, these toys should have been picked up before dinner, you can say, oops, the toys aren't picked up. Let's get them picked up together. Let's do it together. Or um, instead of saying, God, I, I shouldn't have yelled. I should have been calm. Why can't I be better? Instead, you can come to a place of, I yelled. <sighs> okay, I yelled. Now I can apologize and I can forgive myself and I can move on and I can do better next time. And so when we stop resisting, a whole bunch of new possibilities open up and we are able to move towards the goals um, or towards the problem solving that really honors who we truly are and our highest goals for ourselves and our lives and our families. Um, I do want to, however, be abundantly clear um, that there are certain things that a human being should never have to accept, um, such as abuse or oppression. And so I want to kind of circle back to this idea that this is not resignation. This is not condoning negative things. Acceptance can help you move towards solutions in these situations that are extremely negative and harmful to us. But again, this isn't a place where you are resigning yourself to suffering or condoning abusive behaviors. In these cases, acceptance looks like, this is an unhealthy environment for me. It isn't changing. What is my next step? It allows you to step back and view, kind of view the forest for the trees. Sometimes when we are stuck in resisting, we get so focused and so honed in on the problem, we can't see the other things that are happening and it makes it really hard to generate good solutions. So if you have a boss, for example, who's verbally abusive, you don't just accept that you're stuck with this boss. You accept that they are abusive and then you start doing what you need to do to protect yourself, like looking for a new job or starting a process with human resources. Um, you should absolutely protect yourself and seek to change situations that need to change for you to be safe and healthy. Um, the accepting part is the part where you don't resist where you are. You accept where you are and then you start making a plan to move forward. Let's see, Tiffany says, I read once that the term acceptance can be framed as acknowledgement. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I think, you know, acknowledgement, yes, there's a, acknowledgement is a huge piece of acceptance. And I, if that is using the word acknowledgement, it feels healthier to you because I do think acceptance, sometimes people balk at it because um, it feels as if they have to condone it or they have to be resigned to what's happening. Um, so yes, if acknowledgement is a word that works better for you, then absolutely use that. Um, Acceptance is something that has worked really, really well for me in terms of navigating holidays. Um, like for example, uh, this Thanksgiving, I hosted um, the meal at my house and I had a plan and I had all of these things that I wanted to prepare. Um, and when it came time to sit down for dinner, I realized that I never made the deviled eggs that I wanted to make, that the ingredients were ready in the fridge and they just didn't get made. And in the past, I would have been really hard on myself about that. I would have had almost a sense of, you know, I need to rush and do it right now. I need to make it really fast or I will have failed Thanksgiving um, or um, that I am not good enough. I'm not a good enough host, you know, all of these negative stories. And with a practice of acceptance, instead I was able to say, 
I guess we're not having deviled eggs. <laughs> and I let it go and it was so much easier and it didn't cause any suffering. When in the past, my anxiety and my feelings of failure would have not only caused suffering for myself and my sister is watching so she can probably attest to this, it would have caused suffering for most of the, my family too, you know, and um, because I would have been short tempered and grumpy with everybody. And the acceptance allows me to, to be myself. Um, and my, my true self, my core self, the self that I, that I have worked hard to heal and be able to be present with, right? Okay, so I do have a poem I want to share with you. Um, this, is, um, this is a poem by Steve Taylor, who is a psychologist and an author, um, and it illustrates um, what we've been discussing pretty well. And so um, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So I'm going to read it. Emptiness can be a bleak vacuum, cold and hostile, dark with danger. Or emptiness can be a radiant spaciousness, warm and welcoming, soft with stillness. And the only difference between them is acceptance. A task can seem tedious, a chore to rush through as quickly as you can. Or any task may seem rewarding, a process to relish with an attentive mind that reveals more richness the more present you become. And the only difference between them is acceptance. Pain may seem unbearable, searing through you from a sharp, concentrated point so that you have no choice but to resist, to try to escape or to push the pain away. Or pain can be a sensation which you can move towards and merge with, which no longer has a center and dissipates and spreads through your being until it becomes soft and numb and no longer pain at all. And the only difference between them is acceptance. Trauma and turmoil can break you down to nothing, destroy the identity you spent your whole life building up, like an earthquake that leaves you in ruins. Or trauma and turmoil can transform you, break open new depths and heights of you, give rise to a greater structure, a miraculous new self. And the only difference between them is acceptance. Life can be frustrating, full of obstacles, with desires for different life constantly disturbing your mind. Or life can be fulfilling, full of opportunities, a constant flow of gratitude for the gifts that you have. And the only difference between them is acceptance. Oh, I, it's a powerful poem to me. It's something that I actually use and meditate on. Um, and um, I can share an audio file of it if you'd like, um, where the author is reading it. But it's really powerful, this idea that all of these things that we resist in our lives can offer us a new perspective if we simply stop resisting them. Um, when we are so honed in and focused on on the negative aspects of what's happening in front of us and when we are judging it and focused in on how it should be we limit ourselves when we limit our experience of our life and this is not just about parenting you know this isn't just about like when our child is having a temper tantrum in front of us or a meltdown in front of us you know we can use acceptance then. This is happening. Like, we're in Target and this is happening right now. Okay, so what do I do? It, you know, it's not just that. It's when your, your partner comes home and is stomping around the kitchen being grumpy with your kids and with you. You can come to a place of, wow, 
he must have had a bad day. He must be really suffering. What can I do here? You know, it's not okay to speak to me that way. To speak to me that way, you must be really hurting. How can I help? Rather than coming from a place of, don't you dare talk to me that way. You shouldn't talk to me that way. You see the difference? The situation is exactly the same. Nothing's changed and you're still setting a boundary, but the boundary comes from a different place, a place that is more true to your core self and more true to the goals that you set for your family and for your life, if that makes sense. Um, I would love to hear your feedback. Does anybody like the poem that I just read or have any like take issue with it or anything? I'm here and open to hear kind of what you have to say about it, you know, I, it, well, you know, you could also make a recording of yourself reading it and then listen to yourself reading it. Sometimes it's really powerful to hear like our own voices, our own, you know, our own intonations and everything in our own ears. Um, it helps us generate a new voice to talk to ourselves with if we hear it over and over again. There's so much about acceptance that really um, is powerful in our lives and it, it it's it speaks to unconditional love too, you know, so if we can look at our kids and say, you know, sometimes you hit me, sometimes your emotions are too big for your body and they come out as kicks and hits and I love you anyway, I accept you anyway. Um, or with our parents, our mothers-in-law or father-in-laws who, you know, who are maybe even a little mean to us at times, but if we can say like, I see your suffering, I see that you are suffering and that your suffering doesn't have to be my suffering and I can accept this or people who are just difficult in our lives like that one person at your office who makes your life a little bit more miserable often that person is making your life miserable not because of who they are but because you're resisting it and instead of if you could just offer them acceptance and say oh this is who you are okay and then move on and maybe make some changes and don't sit next to them at lunch at the break table. But you know, there, there's possibilities there, there that once we let go of resistance, they open up for us. Um, any other, oh, Aaron says, loved it. It was heavy for me today, but much needed. Yes, this is a little heavy, you know, but, and it's, you know, it can be hard to come from a place where you are in a place of resistance because you almost feel dependent on it. I need this resistance. I need to hold on to this. I need to be able to say, you know, life is so hard for me right now because it allows us to justify things. Um, but an acceptance does take that away from us a little bit, but that doesn't mean we have to give up on our own perspectives. We don't have to let go of, you know, that life sometimes is hard. And, but what it allows us to do is just say that it is, it's hard right now and that's where I am. And now what do we need to do? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for me today. I love having you all with me. Um, I'm so glad that you made it. Um, please, you know, let me know if there is a topic that you're wanting to hear about. So if there's a topic that you want to hear about, please feel free to message me or, um, post it in one of my groups. Um, I would love to hear from you and know what would be helpful for you. I really do want these sessions to be helpful. Um, so, okay. I hope you all have a good day. Um, remember to kind of work and practice on shifting that, um, you know, shifting to a place of acceptance that, um, and let me know how it goes. Okay. Bye guys. 
Okay, and now before we go, I just want to make sure that I get to announce the winners in my podcast launch contest. Now, this is just for the first week. We're going to be holding another contest this week, so you can still enter. But from last week, I picked two winners to um, get a free spot in my newest course, Respectful Parenting 101. And one winner came from my podcast launch team. This was a group of um, people who have been supporting me and helping me as I get ready to start this podcast. Um, And so they had kind of a separate pool to be entered in. And then I chose one of the folks who... um, left me a review on iTunes. And so the first person from my podcast launch team is Michelle Walker, and I'm going to be reaching out to you through Messenger. And the next one um, who left me a review is um, the person who won is Nikki Baird. Um, so her review said, this new podcast from Dr. Laura Froyan is just what I needed. Episodes are short enough to listen to during nap time and packed with little golden nuggets to carry me through my week. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us, Laura. Well, Nikki, thank you for um, taking the time to write that lovely and just heartwarming review. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate having you as a part of my community. And I can't wait to see you in Respectful Parenting. So I'm going to reach out by email too. And if you guys are wanting to get in on this contest this week, we are I have one spot left. Um, up for grabs in my respectful parenting course. And I'm also going to give an additional um, discount code for private coaching sessions with me. Um, at, you have an opportunity to win that too, just by um, subscribing, sharing, and leaving a review, rating and reviewing one of the episodes or the podcast as a whole. So um, if you want in on that contest, um, you know what you got to do. All right, my lovely parents, that's it for this episode. Keep taking really good care of each other, your families, and yourselves. And remember, balance is a verb, and you're already doing it. You've got this.